Hello, I'm James Batchelor, and you're listening to the GamesIndustry.biz podcast. I am joined this week by pretty much half the cast of Assassin's Creed Origins. I have got... Abu Bakr Salem, and I play Bayek Osiwa. Zora Bishop, and I play Cleopatra. Alex Walton regan and I play Aya. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, <laughs> this is this is going to be quite different. Um, so this came about. I, I obviously met you, Abu, at the um, the uh, unveiling of Assassin's Creed Origins, the British yeah, earlier this yeah. year. And um, you kind of gave a demonstration of of you perform. You actually performed as Bayak on no, stage. I didn't have much of a costume or anything. Didn't have it the costume, was like no. no costume. It was I still didn't slip. But no, I did a I did a reading of uh, <laughs> yeah, was as, as Bayak. So that was good fun. But it was really cool because like, it, it's it's an example. Assassin's Creed in particular is an example of kind of the the big budget, high Hollywood production almost style um, side of video games. And something that doesn't get talked about often is the voice acting, the voice cast. And we've come we've kind of a long way from say 10, 15 years ago when developers were on, on, often kind of voiced their own characters. So they'd write their characters. <laughs> Did they really? Genuinely, yeah. I didn't know they, that. Yeah, the amount of, I, I will tell you some stories after this, but um, yeah, they, they, a lot of developers ended up having to voice their own characters. So Obviously funny. now we have proper professional voice actors. Mm. It's quite interesting. Um, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes we just end up with a boo. And you well, do your best. This <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> You're joking, but I, I, I'm quite interested. I'm obviously doing a little bit of research, and by research, I mean I went on IMDb. Like, <laughs> we've got a really interesting range of experience here because um, Assassin's Creed Origins was obviously your first big project, your first video game project. Yeah, and first like huge, massive project. As yeah. Well, so. Zora, you've been in one game before, mm-hmm. Elite Dangerous Horizons. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Alex, you've been in loads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Like, yeah, every single one. Like, Dragon Age, Mass Effect, Definity of Origins, still, I had notes, and then, <laughs> like, like, loads. I, um, Just ask Abu, he was a fan. Like, Lesson. super big fan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I got a question for each of you then, like, how did you guys get started in voice acting for, for video games specifically? Okay, because my story is really short. I basically, yeah, I, I auditioned for it um, uh, as an acting job. I didn't really, it wasn't through my voiceover agent. It was advertised as like a TV series. Oh, that's so, the same story that I have. I think that's yeah. how we yeah. all got the, yeah. the job. It was, yeah. it was just sort of disguised as a, as a film. Yeah. And so it went through our agencies as a film. And so when it was revealed in recalls and yeah. like next meetings and stuff, it turned out that it was actually a video game and a motion capture part as well, yeah. which was amazing because yeah. I didn't I, like I didn't even I didn't I didn't even know never that done, yeah, yeah never done anything never. like that before. But no, so that's so yeah my yeah again like that was the first that was my experience of getting into it. So I'm yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I wonder if I mean I I want I imagine in part of that. Certainly in the case of Assassin's Creed Origins, I imagine part of that is Ubisoft trying to hide the fact, or trying to hide what it is yeah. advertised. Oh, yes. yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they don't want to leak out what they're working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to protect people. their Yeah, their I get stuff. that. But I wonder if part of it is that, I don't know, do they, do they seem to think that, that voice actors will turn a project down if it says video game rather than film? Like, I mean, um, if, you, if you guys had a, a job offer come up, you know, would you like to be in this video game? Would you guys go for it? Like, would you... Mm. I think, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, like, I was, no, I was just gonna, like, I feel like if now because there's a lot, there's a lot more of a younger, uh, there's, you know, there's, video games are very mainstream mm. in a way, so I feel that it wouldn't necessarily have been looked down upon now. 
But I don't know, babes. I've been doing this a bit longer than you have. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. Say, yeah, at, the, at the same time, it's taken a while yeah. for people to come around to it and think of it as acting. You know what I mean? Oh, this is the, yeah. This is the thing. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. It, I feel like it bridges a different gap, though. The motion capture thing. It feels yeah. much more like theatre when you're doing it. I yeah. Mean, and I also like, with things like Planet of the Apes, where and you know what? Yeah. Andy, Andy Circus, Circus yeah. in Lord of the mm. Rings. I feel like there is. There are groups of people who are looking into motion capture as a very viable, very you know, acting form, where you embody uh, maybe not human, but you embody different characters and then use the motion capture technology to create you know new worlds and yeah yeah, and certainly on the the, the higher end of video games like this, that's becoming a lot more prevalent. I, I I spoke to a voice actor a couple of years ago, um, and he was in the Ubisoft game, and he said like all of Which all one? of his scenes. Um, it was Elias to Texas. Okay. Um, he was the main character in Far Cry Primal, and he was saying that almost all of his scenes were recorded performance capture, so with the other characters around him, with the other actors. And obviously, you're not like on a set. You're not, you know, in you're not on location. You're not in prehistoric lands. You yeah. guys weren't in ancient Egypt, I assume. But you guys are like, I mean, did you guys act opposite, directly opposite each other? Or? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, yeah, I yeah, love a boo so much, <laughs> and taking the piss out of him is my favourite pastime. <laughs> oh man, no, yeah, no, we were lucky to actually work um, opposite each other in this, in this yeah. scenario. I mean, of course, like when it comes to gameplay dialogue, it's all in the boot. But, um, but no, but I'm really interested to know actually, like, how it's evolved mm. from yeah. you know because I mean we've joined recently and yeah so you you've been doing this since as, as far as I can tell like you were in RuneScape in two thousand and one what no 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 oh I my was, god I was thirteen in two thousand and one <laughs> I definitely wasn't I have been lying to you <laughs> you've been you've been incorrectly listed on our I think I was so in was RuneScape it? but isn't that two thousand eleven do you know what it must have been, but it's listed. I think Ru- so. RuneScape came out in 2001, and then uh, you were in it in 2011. Okay, I remember that was the first game I played oh, for 48 hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my my mum coming down this because they, they well, my mum and dad were out, and then they left me in the house alone. Sorry, mum and dad. But then, <laughs> but then I played that for 48 hours, and I remember my dad coming in and looking at me, and then looking at his belt. <laughs> like, looking at me again, and I kind of was like, you know what, Dad? No, you're right. This is this is too much. Like, yeah, no. Okay, so apologies. I'll actually ask you. Yeah, like, go like, for like, it. Like, so, what was your first video game acting job, and how did it differ from working on Assassin's Creed Origins? Um, I think my first video games job was actually uh, Dragon Age Origins. So okay. the first Dragon Age. I remember going in for an audition for it. Um, really not knowing what it was, really not knowing how it worked, but just acting, basically. Mm. And then got the job and was really fortunate that the studio that cast that job was a studio called Side, who worked predominantly in video games. Mm. And then they were just incredibly kind and generous to me and got me in for numerous auditions and numerous projects, roles that I... Uh, was lucky enough to book and I think it partly had to do with the fact that I was young I was like 23 24 25 but I had quite a low register which is quite appealing for uh, kind of female heroine type of voices Mm. you know so you've got that youthful energy but you've also got the lower growl to your voice (laughs) it's just cigarettes and alcohol kids you don't have to do much Um, (laughs) 
Um, and yeah, so I started off doing things like that and I was incredibly lucky that the games that I got started on were RPG games. Mm -hmm. So it was all to do with characters, it was all to do with acting. And, and a lot of dialogue. And a lot of dialogue, which as an actor, you know, is really great. It's what you want to do. And then I started working on other titles, which were less, uh, there were less branches. Mm -hmm. There was possibly less character work, but there was still great storylines and really interesting plots and plot twists and, you know, projects I could practice my craft on. There was a brilliant game that I did for ages called uh, Deponia, where I play a character called Goal. And you know, I did part. I did the first, second, and the third game, and she has a split personality. She plays. Oh, she's four different people that all at once. So, so that was really good, you know. And that, and then you kind of work on your craft, you hone your craft, you understand the microphone more, you understand things like the importance of really being connected, and that's the same way that you do it on a film or on a TV set. And then, of course, out came the emergence of actually bringing the actors in for the motion capture and the performance capture. Mm. Because before then, you may have had a separate actor doing the motion capture, the motion capture, capture being technically just the body work, mm. performance capture being what Abu Zora and I did on Assassin's Creed, which is face and voice and body. So it's mm. the whole thing. Um, and that means we're on set, we're doing it, we're living and breathing those characters, we have the layout of the scene in front of us, it's all much more immediate and it's much more like uh, filming a TV show is what it reminds me of. Although you're filming a TV show, your acting is more akin to that which you would perform on stage. Yeah. So it's this kind of strange hybrid because in TV it's all about naturalism. If you are overly naturalistic on a performance capture stage then your performance will sort of get lost swallowed by the computer you need to give it that extra edge that you would on uh, on a theater stage has been my experience um but it was great it was the first time that i had you know i had swords and a bow and arrow and i could rip off people's velcro on the stage and you know running and jumping and kissing and laughing and all this kind of stuff. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Nice. Yeah, it's so, really good. So how do they actually prepare you then when it comes to the performance capture for <clears throat> putting you in the kind of the mindset or how do you prepare yourselves for putting you in the mindset of being there? I've, I've worked with and I've written um, pieces with people like Side and, and companies like that and they always give the advice of like, you know, if you're going to get voice actors in, developers, you need to give them not just the script but like visual materials and a picture of their character yeah. and so forth. Did mm -hmm. you guys get that on... Origins? Did you get like kind of? How did they put you in the mindset of right? You're a magi. This yeah. is what you're gonna be feeling well, like. I mean, before whenever we got the scripts, there was always a character brief, like mm -hmm. a brief before we'd even uh, before you'd even read some of the dialogue that you'd be filming in that day, and it would always remind you like Bayek, age this, motivations, mm -hmm. you know, this is his history. Um, so they did that. There were some. There was images as well that they that they'd give us. Uh, we we were lucky enough to rehearse. Mm -hmm. So before before we'd actually go on the into the volume. Yeah, that filming, was essential. I yeah, think. it was it was, it was great that we'd be able to see where we were actually where the scene would take place. Mm -hmm. yeah. What the you know where the what the aim was where the what was going to, where everything was going to move. So we had we had an idea of context because there's nothing when you're in the volume you are in these suits yeah. and you're you're in this space with a hundred odd cameras everywhere. It's it's not Egypt as you said. It's yeah. not it's you've got you've. I I mean again every actor's different, but normally you always have something to sort of latch on, which is which is 
your anchor in the scene where you know be it like a ashtray or uh, or a coffee cup or whatever but mm. when you're in the volume there's nothing to latch on so you've got to find you've got to use a lot of your imagination but luckily we were able to see images of the place that we were going to be in you we saw our character models we saw mm. and we, we had our weapons for you and me as yeah well. we, yeah for i like, in particular like the fact that she was a double swords expert was yeah. really important to me in terms of okay she has a sword on each hip originally i think in the final game it's on one side yeah. it? on the left but you know that informs the way that you walk you're carrying a lot of weight on yeah. one side of your body you know you're going to be more conscious of your hips where are your weapons are your hands on top of one of the weapons because there's an enemy nearby or are you relaxed or does it change during the scene all that kind of stuff that for me those were my anchors and my latches yeah. anyway like yeah i think yeah. That, like at very early on in the process because uh, like we said we're very new to this or me and abu are very new to this and um we had one scene and i don't actually know if it made it to the game or not so i don't know <laughs> if i'm supposed to talk about it but the, you know the f so on this on the um in the room in the motion capture room they put out sandbags to okay. denote boats right did it make it oh yeah just sandbags to denote boats so, but they're but side by side yeah but in in the world they're behind each other oh, but yes. we're next to each other <laughs> And we're under attack, and I'm a queen, right? So most of the t most of my stuff is just like go and behead him. Right? <laughs> That's mostly my stuff. But in this scene, I'm like hands on, and I've got st I've got I'm punching people who are trying to like climb onto the It was, it was like a workout for Zora. I was, honestly, I'm not, like, I've not moved like that in years. When I woke up the next wow. day, I could barely move. <laughs> but, no, but but this but people were like climbing, you know. In that moment, I understood what we were bringing to it, like you said about the imagination. Yeah. Because you had to pretend that this person who is next to you on a boat that's made of sandbags is, is, <laughs> behind, you, is behind you. And you're throwing your, your responses and your actions behind you, hmm. you so that even though they're beside... So there's... There's all this kind of placing yourself in this world so that you can you can play the scene. And people who are like climbing onto the boat, you have to kick them off, but they're also offsetting the weight of the boat so that you fall to one side. Mm. Right. And, and then turn around and apparently there are arrows coming at you, so you have to avoid the arrows. <laughs> all of so a sudden I was that. like eight again, you know, yeah. playing cowboys and Indians down at my park. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I kind of understood it. It's very... I was informed by that one scene yeah. going forward, but I think we'd done a couple of scenes before, mm. but I think that one scene in particular very much helped me understand what, how, where to go yeah. with the character yeah. or with the storytelling. Yeah. Did, did they show you the end, the scenes afterwards, or you saw like the kind of the final in-game graphics versions? We or? saw some of them. I, I haven't seen all of them. No. And a no. lot of it was sh shot out of order and delivered out of order so yeah. it didn't necessarily make sense chronologically okay. so there wasn't always an opportunity to see what came before or after yeah i mean yeah. it was i mean because it, it was it was done in like what they called buckets rather than like yeah. blocks right so you do certain so you do like for bucket one you'd film uh you'd film these sort of scenes these different types of scenes and then when you come to bucket two they're already they're animators have already started working on bucket one so as you're in bucket two you've seen like a rough idea of how it looks animated yeah and then by bucket three it's probably gone through a lot more rendering mm. so it's it's 
you don't. It's it's very hard. We had no idea how it would look in the as in as the final cut until <laughs> like game release. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Although having said that, towards the end they they were able to kind of place some of the characters in the scene. So. It's a blank set, obviously. It's just a black. It's just a grey space. Mm. But then on the on the screen, they can give you, you know, there's Cleopatra's throne. There's a tiger's head there. Don't stand on that because she wouldn't, you know, that like where to avoid. Don't fall off because that's a podium kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> but yeah, they could place your character. They could place my character anyway on to the 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 screen so mm. that as I moved it wasn't dots that are connected to the yeah. to the suit. It was a, a movement of Cleopatra. something that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. almost looked yeah. like Cleopatra. The, the, the technology for that is getting yeah. incredible at the moment. Oh there's, yeah, it's amazing. In particular there's um there's a company, uh, I believe it's Ninja Theory, there's a kind of, uh, studio up near Cambridge and they work with um, the guys at Unreal Engine. They've actually done it where and I went to this demonstration once where they they showed this kind of scene on the screen and a woman a character is talking um, and it's all like fully motion captured mm. performance captured you know perfectly mimicking like you know human facial movements and then they revealed that the actress was actually standing behind a curtain that we hadn't noticed and it was oh all being done God. in real time I've done and that it was absolutely, I've done that I that think must be with so that, much fun yeah I think with that technology playing yeah. a green ogre where they just transformed me in nice. real time. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely amazing. So, like, but it must it must require different skills then. Like as you say, like it's more like it's it's kind of halfway between theatre acting and TV acting. Like because you've all done other forms of acting, so like TV, film, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how does does performing in a game, even without performance capture, like kind of differ to the other mediums you guys have been in? Mm, you you do invariably use your voice more you stretch it more you have to be able to convey emotion more you have to understand silences and pauses and tremors and trembles and swallows and spits and different sounds and you know all this kind of stuff uh in a way that really on tv you don't have to use it as much you can do the whole what do they call it? Mumblecore? Is that what they call it? Like mumblecore acting. Because you've got a camera pointed at you and it's also about your eyes and your face and the lighting and the makeup and the costume. You have a lot more tools at your disposal to tell a story. And in voice acting, that's all you got. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. If, I mean, if you watch Peaky Blinders now, for example, what yeah. are they doing with their voices? You know, virtually yeah. nothing. And if they yeah. did what we did in the game, they'd it look insane. Not, yeah, yeah. It would like, not come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely different. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like because it was, I felt like I was learning as I was going on. And I think like the first, I think one of the the first scenes I can remember doing was the uh, one of the uh, black room scenes with uh, Tahaka. Uh, spoiler! Sorry, I should have said spoiler. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I did that, and like in comparison to the way I was delivering it there, and then you know the final scene, it's it's mental because it is that whole thing yeah. of your voice mm. is such a you 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 can't get away with with mumbling or delivering something quite naturalistic. There has mm. got to be mm. some 
edge or some colour and flavour yeah. to just your voice. Because, mm. I mean, yeah, you're working with, as well, like, animators who are going to be animating the final cut of your face and, you know, all the, all the environments and the sound team. There's a lot of that going on. So your voice has to deliver almost, like, tenfold. Yeah, in to a cut sense. through. To cut through all that and be yeah. able to deliver it what will be seen as a naturalistic good performance on a video game mm. which to me yeah it was mind-blowing because i mean then you're also doing a lot of dialogue so if you're going to be mm. delivering everything in the same way as yeah. you probably you know you don't even think about it when you're filming because there's so much going on like in real life yeah whereas in the video game you've got to kind of think oh no i've got to you know try and give something different here or give a different mm. flavor there yeah. because otherwise the play is just going to be so bored of hearing yeah. go this way no, I'm not going that way. Particularly for you, because like you're the you're the main character, you're the player character. You know, characters, are, you know, players are going to be spending twenty to forty to sixty hours with you, and every now and then, or quite a lot of the time, there's going to be a you talking to yourself to remind you where you're going. Like, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of I must go over here because yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah, um, which we don't do as normal human beings. No, we don't talk to ourselves no. like. So it must, it must be difficult because the amount of dialogue you've got to do. Yeah, I mean, it's mad. It's just, it's it's mental and just having to, to think, okay, you, the, the dialogue has to be, you have to do it in a way in which the player isn't going to be like, oh my God, I want to throw my controller at this. Yeah. Or mute it. <laughs> yeah. Or play it in a different language. <laughs> or like, you know, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's weird to think as well that they are going to be spending that much time with your voice. Mm. And they, you've, it's got to be to, to a certain, I mean, of course, not everyone's going to like it, but it's got to be enough so that they can, it's not distracting. Because I feel like it, it, when you, when you, you can tell from a not like annoying and distracting voice acting, yeah. like it sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was challenging, man. You've, got, really, to, you've got to be likable as well, because let's face it, like, like the, the minor spoilers, but like the game opens with you essentially hunting and killing people yeah and yet we've got to like you and understand why you're doing that for the next 20, yeah, 30, 60 I mean, hours like we can't we, you know because if, if it's an unlikable character players aren't going to want to be that person, no of course so. not no I, I think what you're saying is the, that the story has to make the character likable but actually also i think you as like you have to your quality has to be likable as well yeah like, yeah because you can very easily like you say be annoying with the same words yeah. do you know what yeah, yeah 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 but so that and also i think the humor because you do have some humorous bits yeah, yeah. some lighter moments yeah, yeah, yeah. which Even the, the opening scene really like yeah he, well, has, a, I, he I, has a lighter moment shamefully i've only just started the game recently i've mm. kind of been saving it Shame on you. i know i know <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know whether i admit that to you yeah. <laughs> like i've kind of been kind of saving it as my kind of my big christmas game but i, I yeah, just quite, spoiled uh, something for you then no no but like but early on yeah you mean you know like bayek has a fun game where you've got to go and find the four children who are hiding from yeah. and it was really it was really interesting because you you see that you play that scene very shortly after understanding why Bayek is hunting down the masked ones which yeah. that I won't spoil yeah. but it's quite a dark really dark moment um, to go from that to suddenly actually playing with kids and so forth, and like you could hear in your voice, and maybe it's because I've met you, like so I, like, I knew that yeah, oh, you can hear Abu is having fun with this, like 
just teasing and, and genuinely being very kind of friendly and family and you can tell he cares for those kids like to go from the two extremes in a mm. game that is essentially about killing people it really is clues in the name assassin yeah, <laughs> so but I mean, okay so how much freedom do you guys get with how you structure your voice and we're not structure your, what, what kind of characteristics you take on with your voice how you read the lines I ask this because again go back to when I spoke to um Elias Defectus about a year ago, he said that when he did Far Cry Primal, he wanted to try something a little bit different with his voice. Because mm. um, no one knows what cavemen sounded like. We don't. But they actually, uh, they, they, he was apparently asked specifically to do the gruff, mm. you know, I'm Batman kind of voice. Yeah. Um, I mean, did you guys have much freedom in kind of like, right, I think this is what Bayek is like. This is how I think Cleopatra carries herself. Well, yeah. I mean, we were flown to Canada to have that conversation. Yeah. I mean, we did go around in a full circle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> conversation. <laughs> we did go to Canada to have that conversation with the directors, with the people, with the with the voice coach, with everyone, with the writers. Everyone had their their say, and there were also six other actors who primarily. I don't. Can I say that? Yeah, like the Roman side. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, I can't say that. Am I allowed to say it? Is we, that we, a spoiler? We, I don't we know. We know there were Romans. Okay, we know there were Romans. So, but I think one of the things that the, the creators or the directors were concerned about was that having a lot of different um, accents mm. across the board. Mm. So we would have had Roman, we would, you know, Italian, we would have had Greek Grecian, from me yeah. and uh, Apollodorus, and we would have had like Egyptian, Egyptian, and we would have, yeah, exactly, because there's Greco -Egyptian. Greco -Egyptian. characters, not just us six, yeah. but but it could have become a bit. Like you say, you sit with us for sixty hours. These yeah. characters, you with us for sixty hours. That could, that could be disconcerting after a while, potentially, mm. if there are too many voices, too many different sounds. So that yeah. was a conversation that was had, and we between the six, seven, eight, nine, ten of us, we we came to a conclusion of who is using which accent. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. And that's interesting because obviously like we, we don't know what the mm. ancient accents were. I remember like actually the, the event where I met Abu um kind of previewing the game, they talked about how obviously there's a lot of historical research goes into the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, and massive. Trying to work out And yeah, I have to say, just sorry, on that no, no, note, yeah. like sorry to interject, but massive props and massive credit <laughs> to the writing team and the research team. Mm. I mean, they did their homework. Like, mm -hmm. I take my hat off to them. And I was not a, um, I was not a huge uh, Assassin's Creed fan. I mean, I wasn't a fan, I wasn't not a fan. I knew mm. of the franchise and I knew of the series and I knew how strong it was and how popular it was. But in working on it, and in particular actually working on the books, he was such a mega fan of the franchise. Mm. He could tell me everything about the game. <laughs> and from the mm. bits that I've played, the bits that I've seen... You know, we're discovering where the symbol comes from. We discover yeah. where people's names come from. We discover who so-and-so really is or really was. Like, it's so interesting to me as a storyteller. Yeah. You know, even though I don't know, even though I haven't been acquainted with it before, as an actor, as a storyteller, it was fascinating. And mm. I loved it. And I really take my hat off to the writing team on that and the historians who kind of brought all of that knowledge to the 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 game and the fan base and satisfying yeah. that that need to know in people. 
I mean, yeah, the creative team were great in this in in the sense of uh, allowing us. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, the creative team. <laughs> no, they were great with with working with with the actors as well, and you know, come like we. I felt like we could easily come up with ideas or yeah. or areas to kind of play with. You know, I mm. mean. Like yeah, I felt I I did I felt like I had some form of creative control of my guy. Yeah, we uh, certainly had a say. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So that's something that varies a lot. Is when I normally get into the studio, the script is there, mm. delivered. The character is pretty much drawn. They know what she's going to be or what she's not going to be, and I I will change lines or ask to, to change lines if they don't sit right in my mouth or in my idea of what I see the character or in what I know of the story. But that doesn't always mean that it can happen. Yeah. Certain scripts are unbelievably locked. You cannot change a word. You, some, some scripts you can't change a punctuation point. And wow. I really mean that. Like some scripts you, mm. you can't change a comma into a full stop, for example. Um, but in this we could. You know, if things yeah. were not working on the floor, and that's partly what the rehearsal process was about, was yeah. about getting the right language for each of the character, um, imbuing that language with our accents, mm -hmm. which meant that sometimes language did have to be changed because the accents were different. So that changed how we spoke. That would change where the full stops were, where the breath was. And of course, because of blocking a scene, that can change all of the intention and the motivation. You know, you're hiding now, you're not hiding. You love him, now you don't love him. What does yeah. this feel like? What does that do? Cleopatra's not in the room, so you're behaving one way. Cleo comes in the room, how do you start behaving? So interesting. There was yeah. a lot more create, and I did sort of tell the guys this a bit, like, we, we were lucky. There was a lot of creative input from us on yeah. this, and it, unfortunately, it's not always like that. No. Not because not because the companies don't necessarily want actors to have input. I think on the whole they do, mm. but time is money and money equals time, you know? So they're short on both time and money yeah. often. Okay. So we've just got to do... not so much of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just got to do exactly what they tell us as they tell us, Yeah. you know? Although I feel that... Didn't Kama say that that's not... A usual thing for Ubisoft to do to oh, rehearse I didn't know that. before. Yeah, no, oh, really? Yeah. I feel like it's our, um, our director that we were privileged enough we were to get that. To have. Well, they, they took a, an extra year on this Assassin's Creed yes. more so than usually. And didn't it pay off? <laughs> didn't it pay off? <laughs> I've only played like three hours. A boot didn't it pay off? <laughs> I think it did. Yeah, no, I, yeah, they did, and I do feel like um, it was. Because yeah, because it became something where the games would come out every year. Yeah. Because you were getting this sort of like fatigue almost of like oh there's the next one it's in the next you know whereas I do yeah they did take I don't know sorry what were you going to say with the whole so I was going to ask like how how often did you find yourselves going back because even in trying to arrange this podcast you've gone back and forth to Montreal yeah to top of a few bits and that was within like a month of release like how often were you finding yourselves come talking or was it all done in one go like how often were you doing these buckets oh man for me it was two weeks of every month wow for the year yeah, it was that about was, a year. Yeah. It was October to October. October yeah. 2016 to October 2017. Wow. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's kind of... That was my... My journey with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was... That was... That's quite, intense, that's quite an intense schedule. Like, yeah. Was, did you, so did you have to, because obviously like you, you did some stuff at side, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, handily, the three of you are... You know, UK based. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, it's nice and easy to get into side in London. Like, but how often did you guys have to go out to Montreal and do stuff? 
For me, it was it was pretty like it was always like all the time. Yeah. Like generally for that whole for that year, like I, I pretty much lived half a year in Montreal. Well, you Montreal. got an apartment in the end. Yeah, I ended up. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so that was that was my and every and most of the gameplay recordings that I did actually do, I didn't end up doing inside. I ended up doing it in Montreal because yeah. I was there. Cool. So um, but it was two weeks of every month. Wow. For a, for a year. That's quite sad. So, yeah. And that, again, you, I guess you, you, you have to enjoy it. You must, yeah. have, you must have enjoyed it. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> like, two weeks of every month I was playing an assassin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a dream come true. So, yeah. So. And particularly, as, as Alex said, because like, you're a fan of the series, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I, I guess that, that was something I was, I was tempted to ask you guys earlier. Like, do you guys play many video games? I'm guessing you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> so much. Like, at the moment, what am I playing? I'm on The Last of Us. At the moment. Oh, I love that game so much. I love it so much. I really want to work for that company. (laughs) (laughs) Says this is Alex Walterini just putting it out there. I'm not gonna lie, I want to do the next Last of Us. If they make another one, I would. I mean, it's just brilliant. Absolutely. Part two is in development. Last of Us Part two is in development, maybe. I think they're they're already doing Last of Us Part two. No, as in I think it's already cast. But if it's not, I'm totally available. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think they're brilliant. Like from yeah. what I've seen, they, yeah. they, they're absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's, I mean, for me, like I, I mean, I've been playing video games since I was a kid. So, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's it, to see the evolution yeah. from playing like, Sonic on like the Sega, and now to playing like The Last of Us on the PS4. It's yeah. like such a massive jump. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, huge fan. Some of these, I showed my dad the. I'm going on a tangent here, but I showed my dad the other day. Um, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah. Like, and when 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 he was a when he was a kid, like they had the old Star Wars arcade machine, which was like really like black screen, wireframe, like you know, spoke yeah, to like, yeah. And you go from that to how Battlefront Two looks like. It's because the movie. And he just sat there, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's madness. It's incredible. Like, yeah. but, but again, the, 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 okay. So in in your experience, like as of playing games, like how far in you know, obviously excluding yourselves, like has the the performance gone? Because a lot more effort is going into. The performance and the acting and actually casting professional actors like what do you guys think of the the general quality of game performances nowadays oh man like, it's brilliant it's, in, I would it's say. insane yeah. it's like incredible like to the point where because it, it requires such a such a unique uh like it's, it's it's so unique in, in the way in what you need to do as a performer mm. it's um, i mean it's amazing i mean you 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 watch People like Nolan North and Troy Baker, yeah. and you just are just like, oh my God! You are able to convey so much through so many obstacles and so many different mediums. It's, mm. I mean, it's 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 nuts. I mean, I just recently saw a a uh, an audition video for the Uncharted for Uncharted, which Nolan North did, and. It was, I mean, watching that audition video itself, I was like, I would have cast him easily in a film. Like, <laughs> like, hands down, this guy. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's amazing. It's so, it's so cool to see the, the shift and the change and, and, and how seriously it's being taken as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's being taken as a really strong medium of storytelling. And, yeah. I don't know, like, how do you guys feel? I think it's an incredible storytelling medium. I mean, think about it. A film is two to two and a half hours. A game is up to 60 hours of character and play. You have choice. You have autonomy as as the gamer. 
Well, Jason Bourne, like the Dragon Age and Mass Effect games, like, yeah. been, like they, that must be... I absolutely loved it. I yeah. mean, it was incredible. And also, I, as I often say about the uh, video game industry, and I know that, unfortunately, there are some women and minority groups who have not had the same experience that I've had, but for the majority of work that I've done in the video game industry, the developers and producers are at, like, the forefront of uh, issues such as uh, sexual diversity, mm. uh, representation in games, minority representation in games, and so on and so forth, and interesting, different, alternative storylines and ways of living your life. And, you know, they can be quite, um, you know, moralistic, but I don't mean that in a bad way at all. No. I mean about making you think about the idea of cause and effect, action and consequence, and fighting for a better world, yeah. you know? And I really admire that. I really admire that. You know, I, I like the fact that a woman's career doesn't have to end at the age of 35 in the gaming industry. No, you know, no, like yeah. I really like that. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of the video game industry as a whole. And I feel really grateful to them in general as an actress that I've been fortunate to work so much in so many games on characters that I love and respect and have equally been well received and respected by the public. That's really important to me, so to tell you, good stories. Do you have a favourite character you've played so far? Oh, the list keeps getting bigger. <laughs> um, the list keeps getting bigger. I would say, for sure, um, Samantha Trainer in Mass Effect 3 yep. was amazing. Uh, openly gay, and her sexuality was not the be-all and end-all of her. I just loved the way that Bioware wrote her and dealt with that. I have to, I do, I really, I've always been impressed with how Bioware They're incredible. That. I think, I think they're was, amazing. I think it, was, it wasn't trainer necessarily, but it was, it was someone in Mass Effect 3 where they just, it was one of the, the blokes in the engineering bay yeah. or something, and he just casually blokes, oh yeah, my husband and I. And it's not yeah. really kind of a, oh yeah, my That's husband, it. because I'm gay and yeah. you know, gay marriage is okay in the future. It was just, oh yeah, my husband <laughs> and I. It was just, yeah. it was so, so it would normalise it. It's like, that's what we need, yeah. more of yeah. that. And, and yeah. that comes as much down to the writing as the performance. Yeah. yeah, so I was so I was so proud to play her. I mean, it was a real honor. And then I, when I went on to play um, the Inquisitor in Dragon Age Inquisition, I mean, that was you know playing a title role is yes. amazing and was a brilliant experience. And I loved all of the storylines. I loved the journey. I loved the experience. I loved doing you know th things like the voiceover for the um, for the trailers and for the adverts. Mm. You know, and that's your voice going out in the adverts. It's a real kick. It's brilliant. And again, so much diversity in the cast and in the casting and in the storylines of, of Bioware. And they they're really at the forefront of that cutting edge. However, playing Aya was also utterly incredible. And yeah. when I got that, I remember jumping up and down, screaming down the phone to my agent. I was so <laughs> excited to be a part, one, to be part of Assassin's Creed, two, to be playing uh, a, a really strong female. I won't give any spoilers as to what she does, but you know, the nature of Aya's character, I was so proud. And it was such a journey to go on. And I, it was the first time that I had the privilege of working opposite actors. Mm. And I got to work with the amazing Zora Bishop. And you know, it, and, and, oh yeah, 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 and uh, Abu was there as well. Oh wow! <laughs> but it was a such a privilege Can working I ask opposite. A question. Them. Yeah. Can you, uh, when you were when you were recording Dragon Age, yeah, was that more chronological? 
No, not so much. I mean, again, the missions were out of order. We're out of sync. But you would do do like a whole mission at a time. So the same mm -hmm. idea as the bucket. You do like a whole mission or a whole quest. Mm -hmm. But where that quest would come in the game, I wouldn't okay, always yeah. know. Something that I was going to say to throw back to you earlier, actually, going back a while. But one of the things that we were really lucky on... Mm is we had Abu there as a resource to someone who knew the entirety of the franchise inside yeah, out. That's true. Yeah. And who was he was there as the lead character throughout filming. So when for example myself and Zora would show up in Montreal and maybe we'd missed a bucket or we'd only had two days work in a bucket or something like that so we hadn't been privy to the rest of the story outside of our particular script. The font. Having the font of all knowledge in Mr. <laughs> in my darling Abu, you know, was, yeah. was so helpful. And I'm like, Abu, why am I killing this guy? <laughs> He's like, no, no, babe, you missed it. You missed it. It was three weeks ago, but he did X, Y, Z. So you just got to, like, take off his head. I'm like, okay, sweetie, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> As we start, just, just from spending time with you, like, today, like, I can tell how close you guys have become oh, over the course of, of production. That is really cool like I'm, yeah. kind of, I'm now kind of keen to get further into the game and, and see how your characters interact see yeah. how yeah. different it is because i mean you practically like assaulted abu when you came into the room i mean not the first time always happens guys let's but, make this public <laughs> but wouldn't you i mean look at his face his gorgeous face i just want to come here come here no. come here Come here, come here. I can't see ah, this. Oh. I'm just squeezing his cheeks. This really lunch. doesn't work on audio. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I, like I love them so I'm, much. I'm I really still do. really early into the game, so for me, Bayek is still trying to find Aya. Like, yeah. You haven't, haven't met up yet, so I'm now intrigued as to how that meeting <laughs> And Boo's like, yeah, I've been looking for Alex for years. <laughs> yeah. Before I met her. Definitely. <laughs> and now I've got her number in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely do think, like, because I think I've put, like, 70 hours already in the game. Yeah. So and it is it is funny knowing the relationship of everyone and then seeing that in the game it does it does translate. Yeah. Like, really, you got lucky. I find it interesting really lucky. That, you, that you put seventy hours into into the game like that you're in and you already know what happens because because you often you often hear actors like you know actors won't watch the TV show they're in or won't. Watch yeah, the but film. sorry, the thing you're missing is Abu's actually a massive narcissist. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no, look, the thing is, mate, the thing is. You tell us, I baby, tell you, you tell what, us. I tell you what, I tell you what, it is so different because yeah. even though I did know what was going on and I had, I had an idea of the trajectory of the story, and yeah. it, it did feel like I was watching something completely new and completely different. Wow. And it's, yeah. it, it was, it's so different to watching a TV show or a, a, a or, you know, yeah, or a film yeah. of yourself that you're in because there is there is so much that you did not see on the floor mm. there is so much that the the animators and the you know the developers have added into the actual game mm. and because i mean the guy doesn't look like me you know he's he's he may have my voice and he may have like elements of me but he doesn't look like me so he's got his own life yeah. and that is what was so fascinating to see was there is this guy who sounds you know sounds like me but he's doing his own thing and living his own life so i'm I'm watching a new story. I have, I have you know, I'm, I'm yeah. playing Assassin's Creed as as a player, not as 
as critically analysing myself, which was weird. And of course, the cool thing about Leo, like, it's, it's the little moments, the gameplay moments that aren't, you know, you guys had cool cutscenes, you know, sorry, fight scenes. Yeah, we love them as well. But then the actual battles, like the actual, like when you're playing the game, if you're suddenly surrounded by enemies and stuff like that, that's something you wouldn't have possibly Wouldn't have seen actually, yeah. Because it's, it's unique to your playthrough. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that must be quite cool. It was, I mean, it was all, it was, it was so surreal watching and playing. Like, I mean, it was just... It was it was amazing. When we first we first got to play the game, and I and I got stuck on something or something, and I was playing it, but I, I'd taken my headphones off, and I was playing it, and Abu was voicing it in real time. It was amazing. I could kind of hit, like, you were doing it at the exact time, like, yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. And that is surreal, to have the, the actual voice... And then to have it in the game, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was. Me. I mean, if you want to come around like when I'm playing, and yeah, then just yeah, sit there yeah. and the kind of voice out to Yeah, it was so weird, man. It was, but it's, it is, it is like a completely different medium in this, in the sense that you can totally play it without thinking, oh my god, look at me move that way or yeah. do that. You know, there's, mm, there's that less yeah. of that self-consciousness to it, mm. which is, I, I, I was, that's why I put so many hours into it. Mm-hmm. Normally yeah. I wouldn't, I'm, I, I'm one of those guys who don't really watch, if I was to watch my own thing, it'd be to critically analyse myself. Who was, um, Whereas, who was your favourite character in it? In what? In Assassin's. When you saw everyone again, who, as in, in as you, character, as animated through. as a gamer, Ooh. Who did you really go like, oh, that's cool, that works, I like that. I think Alex wants you to say I am. Yeah. I mean, I do, yeah. but it's fine, like, whatever. You know, I was impressed with Apollodorus, actually. I yeah. was impressed with Apollodorus. He was sexy yeah. as... He was so funny. Like, <laughs> he's such a lovely, lovely man. Yeah. yeah. And then his performance is just so opposite. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe... It was just... strange seeing Michael play Caesar, because he looks oh, so yeah. much like Michael. Yeah. Caesar and you was Cleopatra basically yeah. for anyone who's listening Zora is Cleo Cleo is Zora and Michael is Caesar Caesar is Michael and it's slightly odd seeing you I know and I get slightly unsettled by that dress oh yeah the dress the dress the, where I'm wearing I'm like the no panties dress the Zora go back home <laughs> put some clothes on woman um, but yeah who did you like seeing and Ooh. sort of it, it's it's it, I, I don't know I don't know it was weird because there was because again there was so many different characters yeah. so many different and but I tell you what the relationships um that kind of that are that were in game mm. and remembering filming filming specific Those scenes bits. and then do and then actually seeing it I mean like it, it just amplified it it was mm. I mean it was a, it was it's 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 a crazy experience if you really kind of if you just for me anyway throw yourself in the story and don't get caught up by so much of the uh, the exposition mm. and you just kind of look at look at the people in the game mm. It's it's I, 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 like it's incredible what what the animators were able to do to yeah. create these people and even the writers you know and like yeah it's it's I've I've never seen I've never seen something like that before that was pretty pretty amazing. It'll be interesting to see how much I'm quite interested to see how much studios now will or will not and actually maybe you can comment on this will or will not be performance capturing their characters further. As in, I imagine, by I, the actor. I imagine the big ones 
the big ones will be obviously like yeah. the, the biggest publishers will will always do performance capture because you get the best performance. Smaller studios, I know companies like Side and so forth, they'll always try and make things a bit more affordable for smaller studios to do that. Mm. The interesting one I actually spoke to recently was um, Sony's London studio. They mm. do virtual reality um, games. They're doing a game called Blood and Truth, mm-hmm. which is kind of like an East End gangster revenge story. Your virtual reality, your it's all mm-hmm. first person. Mm-hmm. But they have they've been specifically casting theatre actors mm. because and they're like we absolutely we need someone who is like the right look yeah. the right voice and the right movement Everything you can't do them separately because like you said like yeah. it used to be separately yeah you used to have someone who did the motion and someone who did the voice and then they create a face they are now cast specifically casting wow. for people who've got all three so as much like by it doesn't look like you but in yeah. this in this game, Blood and Truth, and other games as well. Are they animating been... those characters though, or will they be presented as like you and I, as in like a film or TV thing? I think I think I think they're trying to to make sure that the the main characters look as close to yeah they are they they they, they will be animated and, yeah they'll be animated and they okay, actually right. scan and look look exactly right. like the actor. I think that's what okay. they're trying to do. I think okay, we'll right. see that a lot more going forward. Depend it, it honestly depends entirely on budget though. Yeah, of it's, course. It's got to be quite an expensive process. Yeah. Like particularly Ubisoft, one of the biggest publishers in the world, they yeah. have the money and the time yeah, to do that. They have their own, they probably mm-hmm. only have their own Leo capture and recording facilities. Yeah, like smaller, they too. They yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, smaller studios, less so. I, I personally would love to see more of that mm. in games because you really can tell mm. the result. You really can see, you can see the quality come through. Mm. Um, and I, yeah. From what little I've played of Assassin's Creed Origins, like mm. it definitely comes across from yourself. That's I haven't good. met you two yet, yeah, but yeah, we're getting yeah. there. Um, so yeah, but I'd, I'd like to see more of that. I kind of also would like to see, personally, like more. I'm trying to work out first. Not unknown actors, mm. but actors who are are not necessarily big celebrities. Like, I so, yeah, like, I mean, you know, yeah, and talking and like on that because I have something whole, to say about that afterwards as well. Oh yeah, no, please. <laughs> like, with the whole like likeness thing. Yeah. Because I remember, um, I remember playing uh, Call of Duty. And Is that seeing, the one Kevin Spacey did? Yeah, seeing Kevin Spacey and no, that seeing was cool. Kit Harrington. Yeah. It was, but for as I mean, as a player and as an actor as yeah. well, like weirdly. Having played it and been like, I, I couldn't really lose myself in it that much. No, I felt like you know what, I'm watching Kevin Spacey or I'm watching Kit Harrington. It takes you out a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, so I mean, Kevin Spacey and I got on with like his character kind of fit in that story. I didn't play Infinite Warfare in the end, but I, from what I've heard, it felt. From what I've heard, it felt like Kit Harrington was in there purely because Kit, Kit Harrington's popular yeah, right well, now. Yeah, people like Conor McGregor like getting in the game. You know what I mean? Who's, 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 who's Conor McGregor? He's, he's an MMA fighter. Right. Which okay. I like. There's no problem in that. No, there's no problem in that. And no. it's and it's you know it's what it's what I guess it, I guess it's that it's that trying to bridge that that we that gap between like film reality and TV to you know video games. Yeah. Yeah. But there was this sense of I feel that as soon as you begin to almost recreate. Like if you bring people like Kevin Spacey in in Call of Duty, you, there is a part of you that's like, am I playing a, am I playing a video game or am I in a watching a an movie? interactive movie? You know yeah. what I mean. So yeah. it, it kind of got me a bit lost. So the idea of yeah bringing unknowns because I feel that there is there are so many people out there mm. and there's so many stories to tell. Yeah. The you know bringing you know bringing anyone 
you know, who's got something, or do you think everyone's going to have something unique to them? So it's, it's good to kind of keep yourself fresh. Yeah. And as yeah, you're playing, you know, t- you, you're playing this game, you're playing the story. There's, 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 new, there's new talent out there. Case in point, um, Hellblade earlier this year. Like, I, and I, I, oh my I could God. have this wrong. I still haven't played it, but I could have this wrong. Like, the actress who plays Senua hasn't been in she much wasn't before. an actress yeah, she, 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 wasn't, yeah, she, she, she wasn't, wasn't even an actress no she was in i think it was the game Awards. she was in best performer alongside like not only like established video game performers, like but serious actual, players like, and she won I yeah she's like, she she brilliant like and, and, that, and but that's a, a, a testament her to her performance. and it's amazing yeah. it's like it's incredible when yeah. you when you when you because a player yeah and it's like you you want like I don't know. I mean, it's she, she's gifted. Going back to what I said about like the real time demonstration, yeah, um, and seeing someone like it was her. It was yeah. her. They, they showed Senua on this screen, and she was there performing a cinema in, in real time. And you really could tell, yeah, you're actually really good at this. And she's even an actress before that. Yeah, it's, it's so, insane. Yeah. And, but, the, but then again, that's like, that's also again this bringing in this new you know, a, a fresh face, a, a new story, mm. and also again. A lot of the, I think, with video games as well, it, it doesn't necessarily only come down to the performer. There's all sorts of elements added to it. There's the animators who, who do end up animating the face to bring out that, you know, bring out a certain specific performance. There is the developers and what they're able to, you know. I feel like there is, there is a lot more involved in the performance aspect of of the video game anyway, mm-hmm. which kind of allows, you know people to kind of trust unknowns and be like hey let's give you know we're all part of this team you know people aren't watching people aren't going to watch something because so-and-so's in you know in the game or they're not going to play something because so-and-so's in the game no. yeah. they're going to play it for the story or for for the you know for the developers who make that game mm. yeah although i've been because i've been doing it like such a long time now i have also definitely seen <laughs> there's been a massive shift like when i was when i started out in video games other actors would sort of pat you on the shoulder and go, oh, you're doing voiceovers. Oh, video games, really? Oh, sorry, things not going so well for you on screen or on stage then. I mean, like, really kind of, yeah, very looked down upon, uh, very patronising. Now the reaction is, wow, you work in video games. Can you hook me up? I'm desperate to get into that. (laughs) Yeah, massively. But subsequently, what I've also noticed, which I think is very unfortunate, is really talented voice actors and other predominantly video game actors that I know, it's much harder for us, and I, I really do include myself in this, to get a job now yeah. in, a, in, a, in a video game because everyone wants the star from Game of Thrones yeah. or the star from Avengers or the star from this. And look, some of those actors are utterly brilliant. That's why they're in of Game of Thrones or the Avengers or something else. But it does make it, certainly for me, for example, much more tricky when I see my name on a list and I'm really, I feel incredibly honoured to be on that list of six. But on that list of six, five of those are household names and they are famous. They are on the cover of Grazia magazine. And then there's me. (laughs) And I'm honoured to be there and I want to be there. But I, you know, I have some of the feedback that I have gotten is just... Well, to be honest, they they just want the girl from Game of Thrones. They, or they just they want that name. They want that person from Humans it's, it's, and, or really, Downton Abbey or whatever. If we're being really cynical, oh. it's, it's a marketing point, isn't it? Like it's Kim, a marketing yeah. point. I, I have absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Kit Harrington did a really good performance in Call of Duty. But he was and great. He, yeah, he's he, a genuinely he fantastic actor. Yeah. But there's no, like, almost certainly it's but like this is the one with Kit Harrington in. That's going to. But let's own up yeah. to something as well. You know, 
the games industry is not an industry which markets their actors really no. films are sold on the back of actors yeah. with yes. actors faces on posters television series are sold on the back of actors and making actors into stars and yeah. doing interviews but really like video game actors we we're not publicized we're not pushed forward by any of the companies really not i don't think any of the companies that i've really done mm. you know that i've really worked for they're all super supportive very sweet on social media they'll always give you a shout out that kind of thing but the actors but they're not taking you to e3 or yeah we're not at e3 <laughs> you know we're not we're not really the yeah. stars of the show even if it is our performance yeah so it's interesting to me that they're so desperate to get the yeah. latest hot name yeah. from whatever you know tv show in america or in the uk it's interesting to me that they will prioritize casting a name mm. over for example an unknown or just a really talented games actor yeah and then not necessarily uh utilize that or push that forwards now of course if you're doing the video game version of something like game of thrones down straight should get your game of thrones actors in. Yeah, of, of course, course you should yeah. i would back that to the hilt you know, and in fact, I auditioned for the Game of Thrones video game, and uh, I remember standing there and saying, I have no idea why I'm here. Why aren't you, I'm not going to say which part it was, but, yeah, but why aren't you getting that person, that person in, yeah. and lo and behold, a few months later, but that yeah. is what happened, and that is absolutely the right decision to make. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. But it, it, it is, you know... It's tricky. And look, we have the amazing Abu Bakar Salim who wouldn't be here if they hadn't taken a yeah. risk and gone for a great actor. Particularly as well, as, you're, as, you're, as we're starting to get to the point where like actors are playing games, you know, you play games in your spare time, you play yeah. games in your It's not like you guys like don't know what you're talking about. You, when Abu came to the, the British Museum event we went to, yeah. the, your genuine passion for the Assassin's Creed series games and the job it's in amazing. general genuinely like that that comes across yeah hence why i bothered you afterwards and insisted you come, insisted you come and record a podcast with me yeah but you know it's just, yeah so like getting you guys out i mean obviously like just just this last hour talking to you guys it's clear that you guys love what you're doing i do and so conveying yeah. that across even even if it's just a, like at, at games industry conferences like you know getting you guys on panels and stuff like yeah that'd be great like kind of getting you yeah. guys out there i i agree i agree i i i think it's um I think also fans really enjoy it. I think they really mm. like it. I, I, you know, I have some really cool people that like follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm bowled over by their by their knowledge of the games, by their information that they know about the stories that we're telling, by their commitment to us. You know, it's really it's it's actually incredibly humbling yeah. because I think there's a lot of times that I wouldn't be in the position that I am and be lucky enough to work on games like this if I if I didn't have people also rooting for me on these platforms because I, because I'm not a lead in Game of Thrones for example you know so it's yeah, yeah. And I'm incredibly conscious of how much of your time I've taken up so thank you so much for uh, for coming along and um, I do have one more question I think you've already kind of answered it like what, what would you what would your dream project B, if you can be, because I, I, I get the sense you certainly would be love to be in another video game. Dream games project, what, who would you want to be in uh, another game? Man, you know what, it's, I, oh, anything, like, <laughs> like, I, think, I think what's so beautiful about video games is the fact that you can be anything, mm. I, I, I wouldn't have, I don't think I would, I don't think, 
I don't think I would have thought of playing an assassin in like a TV show or or a, or a film to the level of what Assassin's Creed has brought to me. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, like I would, I, I love, I love motion capture. So be it like a creature or be it some form of not even a huge, like yeah, not a human or anything, you know, that kind of. I any just throw anything at me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, like I love what Naughty Dog are doing. I love, I love what them, um, yeah. you know. I love what Rockstar are doing. I love mm, yeah. yeah. There is there is so many, and there's even even with like the indie games, like there's so many exciting things, like you know, like Ninja Theory or Gorilla. Like, like there's just so much out there. It's spoiled, like spoiled, man. It's like <laughs> it's just like so anything really. Yeah. Yeah. Zora. I hate video games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do. <laughs> no, I'm not, I must admit, I've not thought about it. I mean, the reason why I started acting was because of Doctor Who. Okay. And That's and I cool. and I wanted to be the assistant, but now I can be the doctor. You can be the doctor, yes, man. You can <laughs> So I don't know. I'd love to play a video, you know, a video version of the doc. You know, that would be you'd be <laughs> great. You'd be an amazing doctor. That would be amazing. But that kind of thing, <clears throat> I love. I love stories that can go anywhere yeah. and that's what i always loved about doctor who it's kind of faded over time but because i love billy piper and david Tennant more than life itself <laughs> but like but i think that the scope that stories like doctor who have where you can go anywhere in time mm. and you can be anywhere do anything meet anyone you know and i love that about video games in particular that yeah. they have this the, this scope you can you can be anything, and that is amazing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I, f- I feel, for me, I, I'm kind of, there's two camps that I definitely fall into. One is, I'm with a boo, I so badly want to play a creature. So, like, <laughs> I want to play an ape in Planet of the Apes, or I want to play some strange alien with a funny little voice, or, you know, something, I don't know, something. I want to play a weird creature thing on the one hand, and then on the other hand, I really want to do like a big, all-encompassing sort of very emotional story, like the kind mm-hmm. of thing that uh, Naughty Dog have been doing, for example. Um, and and I'd and I'd love to lead it and to go on that journey and to you know be a be a lead on a kind of just really really big epic emotional journey for that character and or a bunch of characters within a particular world. I'm, I'd love to do and that. what's so exciting, sorry, what's yeah. so exciting is just being a performer and being able to say that I just want, I, I, I would do anything or be anything, yeah. like you, the, the, the actual ability of being able to say that. Like with film and TV, yeah. you, you kind of go into it thinking, yeah, I can be anything, I could be, I could be the president or I could yeah, be no, this, or I could sure. be the leader of this. Yeah, but we can't because we're women, so we could never well, be the president. But, but you see, and that's, but that is where that's where you're kind <laughs> yeah, of that's where you're hinted. So you've already got that block there, right? Yeah. Whereas video now, games video games, you can so be great. whatever the hell you want, and that's because like, I want to so be an alien or a creature or something. <laughs> <laughs> so badly. And it's the joy of like if you guys were doing performance capturing like an alien or a creature, you don't have to deal with all the prosthetics and stuff. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, it's, it is so much like being a kid again. I'm desperate to work with the imagination, uh, imaginary. I'm desperate to work with the imaginary. It's so good. I think they're brilliant. And I thought, yeah. So when you when you do, 
when you do ask a question like, you know, what game would you like to be in or what would you like to play? There, there is that scope of, of being like anything. Yeah. Because yeah. if you yeah. were to like ask for And just TV say the best film, that's out there. Yeah. Give me the best that you've got and yeah. I would love that's it. That's the thing, like a lot mm-hmm. of the time, it's funny, I, like I've done a, um, I've just done a, a TV show called Jamestown, which is set in like the, God, this is so bad. 1600, yeah, 1600s. So, yeah. And, um, and it's that kind of thing of like, whenever someone asks, oh, so what did you do? I'm like, I'm not playing the governor, I'm playing the slave, man. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. But let's yeah. say they did do a video game and everyone's voicing a character, right? You know, there is, yeah. that, there is that space of, of course, the real history of everything. Yeah. But I could easily just voice a governor, right? Yeah. I could easily could, voice something. Yeah. You know, there is that mm. space of... And we could play presidents <laughs> in, in a video game, in obviously, video. not in real life, because right. we're women. But, yeah. but there is that element of... There is such a... There's that freedom, yeah. which yeah. is so great about it. And I do feel like as time goes on, it will develop and it will, it will become massive. Mm. And I think actors will be fighting each other to try and get into mm. as they are already sure. now to get into video games because there is that element of play that we're so lucky i mean we're yeah. so lucky we're so privileged to yeah. have and to have done a job like this is really yeah incredible it's a beautiful thing nice well i'm very lucky that you've come join us today. So <laughs> thank you for having us no, thank you so much really really appreciate your time where can people find out more about you kind of follow you on social media um so firstly thank you so much for having me it's been wonderful and if anyone would like to follow me they can find me um on instagram or facebook or twitter and it's always at alex wilton regan that's at alex wilton regan and that's alex a-i-l-i-x with an i <laughs> um, I'm just on Twitter. I just got rid of Facebook. I didn't. I didn't like it. Um, you didn't, <laughs> I didn't realise you were on Instagram. But I do. So. Lo- I do love Twitter. Um, so I'm on there. My name is Sora Bishop. So yeah. Sora Bishop. Okay. And yeah, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter, uh, and it's at Abzi Babzi on Twitter and at Abzi Salim on Instagram. So uh, yeah, just follow me up on there. Wonderful. I'll be sure to give you guys a shout out when this episode goes live. Thank um, so you. So thank you very much. Thank you uh, for having us. No, thank you. Uh, in the meantime, we are going to be off for a few days. We're going to have one more episode before Christmas. We're going to have our Game of the Year show. Uh, before that, you can always find all of your news, insight, and analysis at gamesindustry.biz. Bye.